Well, joining us from her gym in Conroe is gymnast Simone Biles. She's only the back-to-back world champion. What does that sound like? When you hear that, does that still kind of blow you away? In a way, it does, but then again, I'm just a normal 18-year-old kid that has to do school and chores at home, so I don't really think of it too much. Yeah, just the normal kid with two world championships, and you just came back from the Sullivan Awards in New York uh, for Amateur Athlete of the Year. What was that experience like? I know a couple of people that were up for the awards were uh, world and Olympic champions Meryl Davis and uh, Charlie White and Olympic gold medalist Katie Ledecky. What was that like? Um, it was crazy, but it was a fun experience just to get to see and meet other athletes um, outside of our gymnastics world. So I think it was really fun and a good experience. Do you get any advice from these gold medalists about the Olympics or how to handle something like that? Um, not really. It was just normal everyday talk of what we would do or how different our sports are. You know, when I was seven years old, I started in gymnastics and I, for about three years, I was doing some competitive gymnastics, just statewide. But one of the things is it it got tiring, it got exhausting, the commitment got more and more. How do you handle that? How did it not get that for you? It took a lot of self-discipline, and I always have, um, like, my coaches or my family as a great support system to go to if I'm ever feeling stressed. So we've kind of dealt with it really well with balancing the two. This is something that you've loved since how old were you when you started doing this? I was six years old. It took a while before you really got serious. It was just within the last few years, right? Yes, it took a while to notice that I had the ability to do what I do now, and it just took a while for me to realize that and to actually take it in and use it. Gymnastics is so unusual because, you know, you've won two world championships, but you're not a household name. But the Olympics happen, and all of a sudden that makes you a household name. It's strange because, you know, when you do this, you think, I'm the best in the world, but they don't notice you, if you unless you win it in the fourth year. How do you handle that? Is, is, that, a, is that good? Is it hard to think that uh, I've got a really maybe one or two chances to peak to where everybody in the world kind of gets to know who I am? It's taken a while, but with a lot of publicity, I mean, my name is kind of out there now, but it just takes a lot of, I guess, character in you to um, be put to that high standard whenever I go out and compete as my name. Who were the gymnasts that you looked to when you grew up? Uh, when, when I was growing up, you know, I, I was lucky to see Nadia and I saw Mary Lou Retton and I know Gabby Douglas is, the, is who everybody knows these days, and obviously the Fantastic Five that won in 2012 the gold medal. Who, who was it that kind of captured your imagination? And who have you talked to that you know, has really helped you of maybe the, the champions that you've met? I used to look up to Alicia Sacamoni and Sean Johnson and Nasia Lucan, but then growing up or helping me or mentoring me, it's always been Kyla my past couple of years, but I've always, if I have any problems, I can go to Michaela, Kyla, Allie, and they can tell me what's up and stuff like that, so they've always guided me into the right direction. I heard Mary Lou Retton called you the most talented gymnast that she's ever seen. What does it mean when you hear something like that? It's almost crazy because I mean, she's been in these same footsteps and gone on to do way better things. So to hear her say that, it's just amazing. And it still blows my mind because I'm like, wow, but look at you. Your name is Mary Lorette and that's who you are and you live up to it. So I think it's just kind of crazy that she could say that about me. And it's an honor. How do you gear up? Is there something 
that you're trying to do as far as you want to peak, obviously, in the next year and a half. You have one more world championships and then the Olympics come around. How do you look at that? We just take it day-to-day basis, and we're just trying to get more consistency on each of the events and hopefully upgrade them and see how upgrades go. But for now, we just go day-to-day and see what happens, but mainly consistency. The Olympics, obviously, I think everybody dreams about. I'm sure you have. What do you think about? What do you kind of envision? Are you seeing opening ceremonies, and, and how exciting is that to kind of think about it? It's really exciting to think about the Olympics, even though it's in, I push it back to the way, way back of my head, um, just because we have other things coming up. But it's crazy to think about the Olympics. And I mean, I I remember seeing and watching opening ceremonies and it just felt, it's crazy. I don't know. (laughs) You know, the other strange things about gymnastics is, you know, it's such a young person's sport. You're going to be considered old in the Olympics. It's your ninth, you'll be 19 Uh, If I'm correct, over the last 40 years, you would be the oldest if you won, the oldest gold medalist in the Olympics. And the only one that's even been, I think, 19 was Simona, and I'm going to get her name right, Romanian back in 2000, Amanyar. Even she was, it was a weird disqualification that she says, I'm not even the gold medalist. Is that going to be an extra challenge for you? Or how do you look at that when you see your, when people talk about your age at that point? Yeah, um, actually, Nastia won it at 19 in 2008. But I mean, I think everyone sets a label to the age. And I mean, yes, I'll be 19 next year, but I definitely don't feel 19. Like, I still feel like a 15-year-old girl running around. So I think it's just age that has gotten to people's head. And I know for the U.S., if you look at it, we have so many good juniors coming up. So 18 is like, wow, we like trained so hard that it kind of blows us out. But I'm, I still feel young. But if you look at other countries, they still have like 20-year-olds competing because they don't have like juniors coming up. So I think it's just like it depends. But I definitely don't feel 18 or 19 right now. So I think I'll be okay. <laughs> you're, some people know your biography. But for those who don't, you, know, you were born in Ohio. Your biological mom had some problems and she had to give up her kids into foster care. Luckily, you were adopted by your grandparents. And, and that's your mom and dad right now. But the thing that amazes me and the thing that I think about is you came to Houston, Texas, of all places. And this is, in a, you know, this is a gymnastics hotbed. Do you feel like that kind of changed your life a little bit? Were you very fortunate to be here of all places to kind of have landed in Houston? Yes, I am very fortunate to have landed in Houston, Texas, just because Texas has a lot of amazing gyms in the area. So just to have landed here and, and me being able to stay here and not have to move like some other gymnasts have, I think it's just it's a blessing. Now, you're a Houstonian. You consider yourself a Houstonian. Are you a fan of the other sports teams here? Do you follow that? How do you feel about this city? I love the city just because that's all I know. But um, I consider myself a Houstonian, I guess. And I, mean, I don't really watch any other sports. But I'm, if you ask, oh, what's your favorite football team? I'll say the Houston Texans because that's where I'm from. So we have to do that. But I, mean, I don't really watch other sports or anything because I'm always in the gym. You've got a chance to travel all over the world. Do you get a chance to, you've said you went to several several different countries we were talking beforehand. Do you get a chance to see much of that uh, when you're doing your traveling? Do you make a note of, oh, this is a place that I might want to go back to when I have a little bit more time and I'm not competing? We've sometimes said that, but I mean, who knows if we'll ever get to go back to those places. But usually we get one day off where we can go see wherever we're at at the moment. But um, Unless it's like worlds, we just want to get home, but sometimes we get to go out and see it. 
you've won a couple of the world championships. What is that like to be in that on that sort of stage and that kind of pressure? What is that like for somebody that's 15 and 16 years old, 17 years old dealing with that? Is that something that uh, you think about or are you kind of so focused in on what you're doing that you kind of brush everything else aside? Yes, for the moment being, we I still have other goals I'd like to accomplish before making the Olympic team. So I just push all that back. And when the time comes, it comes and we'll have to face it. But for now, we need to face stuff that comes up sooner. Yeah, I know you're in the gym a lot, but what do you like to do outside of gymnastics? What do you do for fun, actually? I like to hang out with my family and friends. And I also like to um, go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's fantastic, and we really appreciate you joining us, and it's, it's so amazing just that we, we have somebody here right in our backyard that's uh, you know just an amazing athlete, one of the best in the world. We look forward to seeing you in the next World Championships and the Olympics, and good luck the rest of the way. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Houston Sports Talk, and make sure to check out our show Tuesdays at 9 p.m. and Wednesdays at 8 a.m. on K-Breeze Sports 106.1 FM. You can download Houston Sports Talk on iTunes, or with our brand new free Houston Sports Talk app for Android users.